0: You got to get good or you got to get rich.
1: Womp womp. Hello there and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 304 for Patch 6.2. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast. This is Root.
2: And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 304 of HeartCast. Building your wardrobe before Legion. Our buddy dead guy stops by to talk about things going away. When Legion hits. And Root's going to cover some missed opportunities.
0: I am Deathwing. The Destroyer. The End of All Things.
1: Inevitable! Indomitable! I am the Cataclysm! You remember that, (laughs) Freck? So, what is going on with you this week in the World of Warcraft there, old freckle face?
2: Well, not a whole lot in WoW, just normal stuff. But, in Diablo, I was slowly plugging along, leveling up. I was about mid-60s or so, and I was joined in my game... By our friend Freezing Pint, one of our listeners, um, we've been real ID friends for a while, and just kind of jumped in my game was like, "Hey, don't to power level you?"
1: Oh, how nice is that! So I was like,
2: "Okay, sure, sure." So uh, we ran through some Nephilim rifts until I hit seventy.
1: Would you like a new car with that? <laughs> 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 really, that's awesome.
2: So I had gone the whole game without dying. Well, mm. let me let me uh. Modify that up until the mathiel fight, I hadn't died. Okay, and then I get into this Nephilon rift that was like just cranked up in difficulty.
1: You got sneezed on, didn't
2: and you? yeah, I I tried. I was like trying to be helpful, and it was like it did, it did.
1: So the same thing happened to my son Siren and I when we were playing, and Dead Guy and his brother joined our game. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, guys,
2: thanks,
1: but you gotta leave.
2: Well, you just got to kind of learn to stay by the door. <laughs> right. But even then, stuff would come and chase yeah, me. Yeah, you just die.
1: <laughs> my, yeah, siren's like Dad, This isn't really fun. You know? Oh. So I'm like, all right, we're we're out of here, dudes. I appreciate it, but you know.
2: Well, I was having fun. Well, good. And I enjoyed the boost, and um, I was able to get some gear, so that I'm able to go back and uh, check some more things off my season journey. So, getting a little closer.
1: Cool. Congratulations. I'm glad you had fun.
2: How about you? Well, you
1: know, I have been trying to get my time down in the garrisons. I've got my three alts. Okay. Yeah, three of them. And I'm finding that I really, really want to do the garrisons in the morning, but that my time is limited in the morning because, yeah, I got to leave for work. So to get that done in that little window that I have, I'm trying to optimize my time by optimizing the path that I take and the series that I take.
2: Most efficient route possible?
1: That's what I'm looking I am the most efficient route possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to Yeah, I want to do that. All right. So, you know, I start off with all my missions on the follower table, do all my missions on the shipyard. I, I run out, and at the top of the stairs I found out that I cannot use my little, uh, my rocket boost that us goblins have. Oh. Because I'll hit the top of the door frame, <laughs> and it's, it's no good. So I you know I get out of the, the building i I mount up, I go down, I visit the alchemy tent, I visit the jewel crafting tent, then I jump up up to my trader tent, I do my thing there, try to find out you know, and I'm doing all the daily quests that I can possibly do very very fast, get those knocked out of the way, head over to the herb garden and I have a little path, a particular path that I take in the herb garden, I found out where I can stand to get the most without moving to get the most herbs done as fast as possible, take care of the mines uh and then hearth out from the mines. And then, you know, jump on another character. So I'm not really worried about where my character... I, I do want my character to end up back in the the inn there in the garrison. And that's why I hard that from the mine back there. And then I'm not worried about the cooldown because I'm just doing... A, just getting that done and leaving. So that's... It's really crazy to actually sit there and think that I'm trying to optimize that. But I'm really trying to get my time. I'm under eight minutes now per garrison. Nice. Times three.
2: Eh, all yeah. All right.
1: So... Yeah, it's like a half hour in the morning. Because there's right. also to log off and log on time. And for whatever reason, on one of my characters, it, I guess it's the server that he's on, it's slower to log in. He just gets lag on that one particular server. That's strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those very weird things. I just, Whatever, though. I mean, I'm enjoying, I'm having fun. And I'm, I'm really, even if it's one minute to shave off, then it ends up being like, you know, cumulative three minutes. True. Just, Is
2: that kind of like a game for you? It's Trusty a personal how fast challenge. You can do yeah, it, it, it yeah. really
1: is. Yeah, I time myself on it, and you know whatever spe- speed boosts I can use, I'm using those. And, right. Yeah. So, yeah, just one of those personals. Like, how how can I get better? I'm Michael Phelps in it. That's what it, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's fun. It's enjoyable. But hey, Frank, we have a whisper.
2: This comes from our buddy ScareSome, who says, "Dear Root and Freckleface, The new wardrobe feature in Legion has me excited. I have not been a big transmog person, but have built up a decent collection in my void storage of guns, bows, crossbows for my hunter and staves, maces, and off-hands for my druid. As I understand it, when the wardrobe feature goes live, it will look a lot like a starter kit with only your quest items from the past in the inventory. Visiting Wowhead to look at mine, I saw only one page, or 32 pieces, of helms. I assume that I'll be able to add all of my void storage pieces and anything in my bags on day one, cycling through my characters much like we did with heirlooms. My wardrobe will look a little sparse, I'm afraid. All those Firelands runs will not show up at all until I go once again and equip pieces to make them soulbound to add to my wardrobe. It sounds clunky, but that's what I imagine it will be. I've read of players stacking crates from the salvage yard, perhaps a garrison alt with lots of bag space for when the day arrives and opening all the crates and equipping the gear that they can to build up their wardrobe. My question is, what can I do now in this long lull to prepare? My instinct is to continue to build my weapon teamog inventory. I turn to you with questions. How can I prepare for this new feature?
1: So I have two pieces of advice. Number one is to look at um, upcoming add-ons and see what they're doing. Probably, I, I can imagine there's going to be a feature in an upcoming add-on that will automatically equip anything you've got for you in a very rapid succession. If indeed that's what happens when when, when uh, Legion comes out, that you have to equip everything again. Now, the other piece of advice that is more uh, prevalent, I think, is to look at Tmog websites that are out there. There are a couple really nice websites. Uh, Icy Veins has a T-Mog section. Some of the big ones have, but Wowhead's got team T-Mog section. A lot of them, and there's also dedicated websites just for T-Mogs that not only tell you or show you what the T-Mog looks like, but they tell you where to go get that piece. That's what I'm doing on my Mage uh, Fruit to get him T-Mogged up, and I'm enjoying that It's because it's getting me out into the world, and, and I'm, I am knowing that I want to have these pieces for my team. And I'm one of those guys that as soon as I get my gear team mogged the way I like it, I pretty much stick with that the entire expansion. So I don't have a lot of different wardrobes. So I may not be the best person to answer, but that's what I would do. I would look at you know, upcoming add-ons, and I would look at websites that have T-Mug. What about you, Fred?
2: If he's asking you know, the most efficient ways to build up a, a lot of items in your inventory, I don't really have a great answer for that because, to me, quality is going to win over quantity. Mm. I mean, I will sit there, and I will get rid of any weapons that aren't just you know, really pretty or that just really stand out to me. I don't know, T mock just isn't something I feel the need to collect everything just to collect it.
1: So speaking to your point, I think a lot of what's happened with that has been the salvage yard because you get so much gear and some of it looks fantastic.
2: Right. You get random pieces. They're just like, oh, it looks really cool. But then you get a bunch of stuff that you're like, eh.
1: Yeah, but even the fantastic stuff when I look at it, because I, I look at the stuff and I go, I'm either going to sell it to the vendor because I don't keep it, or it looks fantastic and I'm going to try to you know auction it off. Not anymore. It's so saturated now That's that you true. just can't even auction anything. Yeah. These last couple of months, anything that I put on the auction house to a very, very high degree has come back to me as far as T-Mog goes. So now it's just, uh, just, I vendor it.
2: Now, the nice thing to remember is that the wardrobe feature is going to go live in the pre-patch, not on day one. So you'll definitely have time to get all your stuff organized, to learn whatever you learn, and then you'll be able to vendor it and free them backspace. And personally, I'm just not going to worry about it until then because I have a hard time visualizing how it's going to look when it goes live.
1: I understand that, yeah. I haven't looked at my void storage in forever.
2: Yeah. And that's another thing. It's, it's going to be expensive to pull out all those items for void storage.
1: Okay, so that's another good point. Start getting some cash on the side. Start stockpiling yeah. gold for that.
2: Yeah, because that costs like, what, 25 gold to withdraw something? I think so, yeah. But you can't put something in there unless it's soul-bound. hmm So you might not even need to. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It might just automatically get added. I'm not sure how it's going to work. That's true.
1: It's got to be repaired, too, to put it in there.
2: Yeah. I mean, we'll probably know a little bit more once um, in the alpha they start doing uh, character transfers or character copies. Um, Right now, the only thing you can do is just make a fresh character so that people aren't bringing in um, their characters with tons of collections into the alpha. So it'll be a little more obvious how it's going to work. And as far as building up your collection, I really like the add-on Mogit, M-O-G-I-T, Okay. Um, the reason is is because you can basically, within the game, you can browse different armor pieces. You can build a wish list of sets. You can create outfits. And it also shows you what it's going to look like on your character. Um, I have a hard time going on WoWhead and looking on outfits because most of them don't have a female model.
1: Right, it's human male.
2: It's human male, and it's going to look completely different on my goblin female. Mm-hmm. Just is. Um, some of the outfits that show midriff on a female show a completely clothed male. You know, it's just different.
1: Yeah. And then the ears things. The ears just mess everything up.
2: Well, that's true. It will also show you where things drop, and I'll show you if there's an item that is basically the appearance of five different items.
1: Oh, right. Cause, yeah, yeah yeah. because yeah, sometimes
2: yeah. yeah, there'll be several items that share the same appearance. That, so it condenses it into that, and you can look up and it's like, okay, well, which one's easier to find?
1: That's one thing that gets me right now is because a staff that I coveted, I coveted the staff, Freck.
2: Coveted? I coveted the thou staff. Thou shalt not covet.
1: I know, but I did, and I got it. <laughs> it was the headmaster staff.
2: I remember that one, right? And yeah, that, but you got it easily. Well, no, no,
1: no. It just happened to drop the first time I was in there. So okay, it's not easy.
2: <laughs> okay, lucky. lucky,
1: lucky. I'll take lucky. However, now that same model is like it, it comes in trash. Yeah,
2: that's true.
1: I think it's it might be like a different sparkle on it. There's something a little bit something you know, different. Yeah, but still.
2: Well, if you open up your outfit on Moggett, it will tell you if another item shares that specific appearance,
1: which is awesome.
2: So you can look. Yeah,
1: because a lot of times I'll tell you, you know, oh, I got this off of this boss, and it's like this 0.7% drop rate. And that same, if not identical, very, very, very close item drops off of somebody, you know, out in the world with a very high 85% drop rate. All right, Skarsom, thank you so much for that email. That's some good advice I think we are give. We'll, we'll follow that up. I'm not the most uh, mogging person to ask, but uh, I do I do dabble. I dabble in the mog. Wrecked. Yeah,
2: it. and you know, my thing is really I'm waiting to get more into T-Mog until the wardrobe comes out. Because right now, collecting a bunch of stuff just feels stressful to me.
1: I understand that. I get like, that.
2: I think it will feel more satisfying to spend my time collecting stuff when I have the wardrobe feature active.
1: Well, you're not taking up bag space and bank right. space. For some right. reason, my blood elf loves T-Mog. I don't don't know. What oh, that just is. you know what that is? No,
2: not because he just looks pretty and everything. He does. He looks fantastic he does. I in know. It. I know. Yeah,
1: yeah. There was a uh, question on a Facebook group the other day: said, What is the prettiest female race? And wow, and I said, blood off male.
2: Of course, <laughs> this is they're true. prettier than they troll are. women. They're prettier than they are.
1: They're just they're the prettiest race ever. And he looks fantastic in anything he wears. I'm just like, dude, you're right? That hair. That hair. I gotta figure <laughs> out
2: what conditioner they use. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: Huh. I, got, I got
2: nothing. <laughs> You're like, ah, do not function. It does <laughs> like a, not compute. Yeah, it does
1: not like conditioner. I don't know.
2: He <laughs> looks <like> so confused. <laughs> uh.
1: Again, scares them. Thank you so much for that email. And we will definitely try to keep you informed. Joining us on the show now is our good buddy, Dead Guy. And we are going to be talking about stuff that's going away once Legion hits. Dead guy, how are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. How about y'all?
1: Man, we are we are surviving it one day at a time down here. We dodged that big hurricane, so we should be fine.
0: Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot that hurricanes were a thing. You know, I was uh, up visiting in Canada with my family recently, and, you know, I'm far enough north that they don't even talk about hurricanes.
1: What, yeah, but you talk about blizzards and other things up there.
0: Oh, yeah, but hurricanes ain't a thing, so I, even for, I just forgot about them.
1: So when the Blizzard was heading up there, were you guys all concerned and confused because Twitter, everybody was like, was tweeting Blizzard 2016 and I was, you know, we're all like, well, what's going on with Blizzard, the game company?
0: No, because I don't watch Twitter. You don't watch Twitter. You. you or know, whatever.
2: <laughs> that got into some of my Google alerts. Did I was Did it? kind of annoyed because I have a <laughs> Google alert for Blizzard Entertainment. Right. And I still got uh, a bunch of news articles about the uh, actual yeah. Blizzard.
0: Yeah, that would get uh, annoying. I completely understand.
1: Yeah. And so, Dick, we've had you on a couple times before, and we've talked about the same thing. Kind of like anytime there is a new expansion, we're getting closer to it, you come on the show, and you tell us all the stuff that's going away so we have time to go get stuff done in this current expansion before it is no longer available to us. Yep. One of my favorite times of the year because this is where I really get to, to start narrowing down on my bucket list for the current expansion.
0: Yes, this is the time where you make the list of this is what I'm willing to put effort into do and this is what I'm not willing to put effort into do. It helps you come to terms with the list of things of I'm not going to get this done, so I just better not uh, cry over it.
1: Right. So it's the QQ bucket list. Exactly.
0: So what is first and foremost? What's going away? What are some of the big things? Uh well, the the, the biggest ones are cutting edge and ahead of the curve for Hellfire Citadel and anything relating to that which means the Felsteel Annihilator mount from Mythic is going to go to a 1% drop chance, although, based on previous behavior, that w- that won't happen with the pre-patch. The uh, Cutting Edge achievement probably will go, in- go away with the pe- pre-patch, but it looks like the mount will probably persist until Legion actually launches. Oh, okay. The Moose will also be going away. I like the Moose. It is not going to a 1% drop chance. It's going away forever oh wow okay that's that's new uh no it's the same as the wolf from siege of orgrimmar
1: oh that's right okay yeah that's the one ahead of the curve mount that does go away when ahead of the curve is no longer available
0: uh this one uh, the moose is not technically tied to the achievement but it's basically the same premise it's awarded when you could earn ahead of the curve and when ahead of curve is removed so is the moose it's it's the same idea Mm.
2: all right so what do you have to do for that one Head of the Curve and the
0: Moose are the same thing. Defeat Archimond on Heroic. Oh,
2: Heroic. Right.
0: Yes. And actually, something that I've noticed, especially on high pop servers, uh, like I have a character now on Illidan, a very high pop horde server. There are guilds that sell Heroic Archimond carries for 30,000 gold. That's it? Yeah. And that means they give you personal loot and everything. They're not even going Master Alert and- master loot and take everything from you they let you get a personal loot roll and a coin
1: now the beauty of this is it's cross realm you can run that bad boy cross realm yeah oh, and well. on
0: top of that a token is currently over 30k right now
1: the caveat to this is you need to have somebody like oh i don't know maybe dead guy <laughs> help you out and pay somebody on illidan because you still can't transfer yeah, gold just about to no server say. To that's
0: server. no you misunderstood that's where i was going okay oh. explain You make a level one on Illidan. You buy a game time token on your level one on Illidan. You post it on the auction house. It sells for 40,000-ish gold. You now have more than enough gold to buy a carry. You broker a carry. Uh, You get you real ID friend, one of the raiders in the carrying group. You give them the gold on your level one. You log on to your max level on a different realm. They invite you and carry you. All
2: right, but it still involves spending... Real, IRL money. Yeah, that's real money there. To get gold in yes, a particular but server. it
0: wouldn't involve transferring anybody in between servers, so there that's wouldn't true. be multiple uh, dings of money. It's a one-off cost.
2: But your your best bet would still be to try to find a group on your server.
0: Yes, but costs can event. vary wildly. I think on Tanaris, it's still 100,000 gold. Uh that's yeah, true.
1: It's, it's, yeah, each server is completely different based on the economy and based on how well the raid teams are doing on those
0: servers. Exactly. If there's a bunch of raid teams, it pushes the price down because competition. But if there's only like one raid team that can reliably do it, they get to set the market because they have a monopoly.
1: So I'm thinking level one over there for you, Freck,
0: on Illidan
1: and just get yourself a yeah, sell yourself a token, get yourself 40k. <laughs> I don't know. And, uh,
0: specifically on Illidan, I know someone who's he's not a friend, but where um, how do I put this? Uh, business acquaintances where I would trust him with carrying a friend like that and not screwing you out of the gold. There, there's your mail, Frank. Alright, good to know. There's your mail. Yeah. Think about it. I will. The Felsteel Annihilator is currently awarded one per an entire raid group upon Mythic Archimonde Kill. Uh, those from what I was seeing are being sold on Illidan for about three quarters of a million gold. Ooh. And that's just that mount. That's
1: like 750,000 gold.
0: That is what I just said. That's a lot of gold. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, that's one of those things on my bucket list that I'm going to go, nope, I'm just, I'm not going to cry over it. Anyway, a law of that one, the Mythic Blackhand mount. Even though ahead of the curve and the cutting edge for Blackrock Foundry was removed, the mount did not have its drop chance changed. So it is still currently 100% drop chance. It is the Iron Hoof Destroyer. Now, a good advantage to this is for people like me who are, eh, I'm decent at the game, but I'm not amazing, and I also don't have a steady raid team. The cool thing about this one is that Blackrock Foundry is currently under a minus 20% nerf, which decreases their health and damage by 20%, and it's relatively easy to Out gear Mythic Blackrock Foundry by 40 eye levels. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yes, I wouldn't be able to get a group together to do it at content because I don't know the right people and I'm probably not good enough, but between the 20% aura nerf that the zone has and the 40 eye levels I would have on it, I could just get a group together and smash it. So that mount I am going to try for. Let's see. So, rating-wise, I think that's all that's going away. If I can think correctly. Yeah, let's look also at uh, other PvE content, however. Another thing that's going away is uh, Brawler's Guild. Uh, Season 2 is going to be coming to an end, and all achievements earned this season will be locked away as, what do they call it? Do they call it Feats of Strength? Legacy, I think they call it. Let me just check. Yes, they call it a Legacy achievement. So all of the current season Brawler's Guild achievements will go into Legacy, and they will probably be a new Brawler's Guild done in Legion.
2: I never got that follower.
0: Oh, he might even become no longer obtainable, though. I yeah, don't probably. know that.
2: Well, No the, one knows th- that
0: for sure because the Brawler's Guild rollover has not happened on beta and Blizzard hasn't decided on what to do. Oh, true. Uh, same mm-hmm. thing will happen for Proving Grounds. The Proving Grounds from the six pack, uh, the achievements will go no longer obtainable. The ones you've already earned will go into Legacy and there will be a new set of them for Legion. And so will the challenge modes. Uh, From what I understand, uh, they are probably going to repeat what they did in Mr. Pandaria, where the challenge modes from this X-Back will go away entirely. You will be physically no longer able to do them at all. They won't be there anymore. Anything you have earned, you will keep, so titles, mounts, and transmog, which there is all three. The is available at Bronze, the Transmog is available at Gold, and the Mount, which is a Yeti, is available at Silver. All of that will go no longer obtainable, along with the Realm First title that they will probably implement, or already did. I don't remember off the top of my head. Give me just a second. I want to check. Uh, in Mists of Pandaria, they implemented what was called a uh, the Mistwalker title, which is if you had a Realm First achievement for a challenge mode timer in mists at any point you would get the title permanently on your account called the mistwalker while all the other specialty titles from Mists went away forever they just don't exist which is kind of sad because some of them were pretty cool like necromancer
2: so when you say they disappeared forever you mean that even if you've already earned that you can't have it anymore
0: correct ah oh. the title necromancer was removed
2: that's sad
0: The kind of premise was that it was supposed to be the flag that got passed around whenever a new team got a better realm first time. And since there was going to be no more chances to do any better since the challenge modes were being removed, instead of leaving it on the person who had the flag last, so to speak, they just removed it outright.
2: Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense to be maybe a little bit unfair.
0: And then they... Made it happen that anyone who held the metaphorical flag at any point got the title Mistwalker.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh,
0: I think they're probably going to do the same thing with Wad, but I'm not seeing the same. I can't definitively tell you that, but I do know that challenge the current challenge modes will be going away, and all the rewards from them will be going no longer obtainable. It's just I don't know if there's going to be a meta uh, title this x or not. I just do know that it will be Go no longer obtainable if it exists. I think that's all for PvE. Uh, With PvP, it's the arena seasons which cycle anyway. Uh, So all PvPers know about the arena seasons and the mounts that go along with that and the titles, yada yada yada. Nothing new or exciting there. Thus far, there's no classic dungeon revamps and there's not a huge need to as time walking is sticking around. Which uh, I'm definitely looking forward to as a extension of content, so to speak. Although there is definitely something going on in Karazhan, so Karazhan might be getting removed, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, there's some speculation about them revamping all of Karazhan, uh, making it the one of the raids that is going to be in, in, in Legion, and possibly putting the current Karazhan down in... Uh, Caverns of Time or something like that.
0: Yeah, but if past experience shows us if they do do that, they won't put it in Caverns of Time. They're just going to remove it, which that's something I've always disagreed with. I've never liked that.
1: I think the problem with them completely removing Karazhan is how many times have people like me continued to run Kara week after week without getting the
0: mount? You mean like how I was running Zolgarub until the day it was removed? Mm Mm-hmm. And they screwed me over that way? Yeah, exactly. That yeah, way. based on past experiences, they'll probably just screw over those players again.
1: Oh, you don't think they've learned a
0: lesson or, and are not going to do that? Nope. They did it with the first version of Ramus when they closed level 60 Ramus and made level 80 Naxxramas. Uh Some people cried because of lack of vanity gear. Some people cried because it removed Atish, Great Staff of the Guardian – some of it, I get why they removed. Kind of like how Atish right now is supposed to be in the hands of Cadgar. He's holding Atish right now, so it's kind of weird if you could go farm Atish and then go stand to Cadgar, going, hmm. <laughs>
1: well, it's the same way when you stand there with Doomguard right next to Thral.
0: Uh, you mean Doomhammer? Uh, you can't yeah. get Doomhammer. No one can. Doomguard. Not right now.
1: Well, no, in in the, in the Alpha.
0: <laughs> yes, you can, and
1: thrall loses it.
0: That's the point. Yeah.
1: But this just going to be one of those weird things when everybody has their their weapon yeah. and everybody you else has You could do it with Gorehowl
0: though. That, that's why I, I, I don't really agree with this argument is you could get Gorehowl from level 70 Karazan, and during like Mr. Pandaria you could go, hi, Garrosh standing in Orgrimmar. Look at us. We both are wielding a Gorehowl. <laughs> there is one thing in level 60 next that I agree with him removing for storyline purposes and that was Corrupted Ashbringer. Uh, storyline-wise, it completely breaks, like, the entirety of the Wrath of the Lich King storyline. Uh, but then, uh, after level 16 act, they wanted to remove level 70 Zulamon, and they removed Zulgarub as well, which made me very sad, because there were mounts in Zulgarub that were just low-drop chances that I never got to get, because they never dropped for me. Blop, blop. Exactly. So, yeah, I think if they're deciding to remove Oh, and they did it in this x back too when they removed some unique blacksmithing professions. I think there was other profession uh, uh, recipes in Upper Black Rock Spire, which went no longer obtainable. That's true. I remember them doing that. Yeah. So I don't think they care about uh, removing a couple things here and there going, oh, if you got it, great. If you don't got it, want, want, you're never going to get it. Content getting removed and them not caring, potentially on Of known and on are pets. Which, because they recently added the pets to Karazhan, actually leads me to believe they might not remove Karazhan. That's the only reason I would think they might keep it somehow.
2: It is part uh, of riding with leashes.
0: Yes, exactly. The mount, uh, they absolutely have shown that they don't care for where mount goes no longer obtainable. So that wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if they removed the mount from Adaman.
1: That would make me sad. Even though I haven't gotten it, I go in there quite frequently, quite, like you know, once a week, at least once a week
0: yeah well, you should start, uh, how do I put this uh get dedicated by going in there on all of your alts that are high enough to do it,
1: yeah, yeah, some some weeks I get them all in there, and some weeks I just get one.
0: How many alts do you have that are level eighty plus yeah four okay, so yeah, you should be running four times a week, and it's only the first boss, yeah, I know, so it's walk at the door, punch a couple trash mobs, punch the boss, leave,
1: yeah, most of the time well, at least on the on my level one hundreds all the everybody else just ignores me. Until you aggro the boss, and then they're all like, okay, now we're going to gang up on you. And I'm like, whatever, flower of death, and then they all die. What Die,
2: the? horses.
0: <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is they're already dead, so they're just oh. dying again.
2: Oh, don't get me started on the philosophical ways of death and WoW. I think that's
0: everything that's getting removed. Do either of you guys have any thoughts of anything that might be getting removed? No, I was just kind of
1: curious if there's anything, like, from older content that you may be aware of that's getting removed. Are they going to take anything out from, like, Mr. Pandaria or previous expansions that's been kind of hanging around? And now they're like, okay, it's been long enough, and it's time for that to go away.
0: Not as far as I know, because generally they either do that, the X-Pack, it came out, because they want to make it obtainable only during its X-Pack. Or they're doing a revamp on that content and don't want to put the work in to maintain the older version and just trash it. Mm. uh, I've already gone over everything that's being removed out of WAD, which is a decent amount. But they're not doing any revamps on older content, so I don't think there's anything getting trashed. Like Kata trashed a whole bunch of things. We lost a ton of stuff in Kata. Uh, when Mop launched, we only lost, what was it, Old Stratholme. Oh, yeah. Was there another one? Was there another one? Um, Scar- the Scarlet Monastery. Yeah, we, the lost, monastery side. we lost Old Scarlet Monastery. But yeah, that's about it. Cool, so that makes it a very short uh, bucket list. Yeah, some of it's going to be pretty intense and hard to do if you're interested. And some of it's just going to be a little expensive. You got to get good or you got to get rich.
2: Well, this awesome dead guy has given us a lot of stuff to uh, work on. So thanks for coming on and uh, sharing your knowledge about what's going to be going away coming up here.
0: Sure, no problem. And my roommate won't shut up.
2: That's <laughs> all right. There he goes. <laughs> now that we're done, he <laughs> leaves. <laughs> yeah, now he,
0: he's starting to – yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, anyway, I'm glad to have come on the show and it's been nice because it's been far too long and I'm glad you've worked out the issues.
1: Thank you. And where can people find you and your roommate? <laughs>
0: Well, I'm not sure you want to find him, but uh, you can find me on Tanaris and Illidan servers, both Horde. Dead Guy on Tanaris, Kerbodin on Illidan. And you can drop me a line at Kerbodin at Gmail, uh, and I'll chat with you there. Why not? Awesome. Well, Dead Guy, it has been far too long
1: to have you on, and I can't wait to have you on again. And thank you so much again for your time tonight.
0: Sure. I'm glad to have been on. Have a good one.
1: Rick, I don't know if you were paying attention, but this past weekend was Super Bowl Sunday.
2: Um, I played in my iPad the whole time.
1: You were that commercial
2: <laughs> where <with> that person <laughs> played
1: on their iPad the entire time.
2: You can't wear feather boa with short shorts. I was like, that was me, and everyone left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so another commercial, I don't know if you saw them or not, but they were for the Amazon Echo.
2: I did see that.
1: With uh, uh Alec Baldwin and some other people in this thing. Now, I have an Amazon Echo. It sits in my living room, and I have a open floor plan. So it actually sits in what would be the kitchen on the kitchen counter, which is also like the-, the island. Island. Okay, yep. thank you. Where people can sit at it, you know, to pull up a stool, and there's, you know, you know, whatever. It sits in what would be like the middle of the open room area. So it is accessible anywhere in the great room, if you will. You can say Alexa and ask it anything, and it does its thing. So when Amazon presented its commercial- my Echo tried to pay attention to it. But there was too much background noise in the court. The house was silent. Not a lot going on. It was just me and the fam. We were just like watching the commercial. And I noticed that the blue ring did turn on, but there was so much other stuff going on in the commercial that it couldn't interpret what was
2: happening. Oh, okay.
1: So it would be like, I don't understand you. I'm having trouble. You know, you, I, I can't help you. To, so her
2: you, ears are perking up. Right. But she wasn't actually... She didn't actually respond to the commercial. She was
1: not responding to the commercial. And I thought, what a hugely missed opportunity from Amazon. Think of this, Freck. Here's a scenario. I'm at home. Let's say it's just me and my family watching the Super Bowl. Commercial comes on. Amazon has done their their homework ahead of time. They've done some work and they've programmed another Easter egg. Was this the Amazon Echoes have hundreds or maybe even thousands of Easter eggs in them? You can ask it all kinds of questions. It's fantastic
2: is this one that gives you a snarky answer when you ask about siri it's not
1: snarky it's honest but yes okay (laughs) they all kind of poke and jab at each other but it's fine so why not have something like that established in the super bowl commercial that they're airing so instead of having the party that's going on and the background noise and everything else where my echo cannot interpret it it's clean and it says alexa what's the forecast yeah, you know, that's going to be an answer. But so whatever Easter egg they could have done, could have done anything. Alexa, give me a demo. Who knows what? And I would have been like, oh, that that's cool. And I would have learned a new Easter egg that could have oh. been shared with my friends. Now scenario B: I'm at my house. There's a party. It's a Super Bowl. My Alexa or my Amulet Echo, if you it it's it's not necessarily standing out. You would just think it's something just sitting there. You don't really know what it is. The commercial comes on, it does the thing, give me a demo, whatever the the Easter egg is. My Amazon Echo responds to that. My room full of people then turns and looks at this Amazon product and goes, tell me more. How do I get one? Give me some more information about this. I might have 10, 15 people around me that I can then, because yeah, I'm a geek. I like my, my toys. I'm going to show my toy off. What are they going to do? They're going to go buy one. With, of course, my my Amazon affiliate link. Of course. Of course. You know, hearthcast.com slash Amazon. So, that's a missed opportunity. Completely missed opportunity, I think. That, you know, yeah, it was a cute commercial. It was fun and cutesy. But they could have done so much more. But it did get my gears turning. And it made me think about what opportunities that we, as players, tend to miss out on in the world of Warcraft. For instance... Garrison Follower Missions. Now, I know, Freck, I'm the guy doing my Garrison Missions every day on three tunes, and you're not. But there are missions that you're not going on that can get you pets, mounts, gold, trinkets, bags of rocks.
2: (laughs) I have that rock. It annoys me.
1: Gear. I mean, there's tons of stuff that come from these follower missions, and there's rare ones that come up every so often. But if you're not logging in on a daily basis and seeing at least once a day, if not multiple times a day, and seeing what is available for your followers to go do, then that is an opportunity that you are missing out on as a player.
2: That's true, but those aren't a one-time thing, though. No, they're not. It's not like if you don't log in every day, you run the risk of missing out on something really cool.
1: There are super ones that are rare.
2: That's true, but they usually have a pretty long expiration. And when you use that uh, master plan, well, I think the default does it now, too. It'll give you an estimate of uh, how long it's going to be there. Yes. Um, and if you do miss it, you know, you always have the chance of it to come back.
1: Albeit a slim one.
2: But a slim one. And it's like, all right, well, you only have so many times. You know, so much time between now and Legion, is that going to come back again before it goes live? And you never know.
1: Now, the same thing can be said for the shipyard missions. I am waiting for one to show up.
2: I one checked. particular one? One
1: particular one. And it's Which got, one? It's got the word orphan in it.
2: What do you want out of it?
1: That's the last one I need for my almost last achievement from the oh. shipyard. <laughs> so I'm constantly looking for that one three times at least a day, and uh, it's yet to come up. Now, here's the thing with that one. It's it's not going across all my characters. I don't know if that works differently with the shipyard missions or not, but it's not cumulative across them. Each one has their own little, you've done this mission or not. Holiday events. It used to be one of my favorite things to do was to, uh, uh New Year's Eve, go hang out by Ironforge. You come right out from the Ironforge, you're on top of that hill, you hang a left, you don't go down. There's like a little vendor over there, and you sit to right on the edge of that cliff, and you watch the New Year's Eve fireworks. It's beautiful freckle face, but it only happens one time a year.
2: What about Fourth of July? I don't think so. I think there's some sort of fireworks.
1: There might be. I think it's, I think it's summer Festival a or whatever it is. That's stuff that happens on a a time basis where if you're not paying attention, you completely, completely miss it. And that's the same with holiday bosses. I mean, I kick myself when holiday bosses are out and like two days or three days pass and I go, oh man, I totally forgot that there's a holiday boss. Why aren't I running this to try to get the pet the mount the whatever it is going to drop? You
2: know, you say that, but you also are like adamant about not bothering to try for the long, strange trip. You always go like, ah, that's too much work. It is too but much work. But then you complain about having missed out on the holiday stuff after it's already gone. Eh,
1: well, I like the holiday bosses, but I don't like all the holiday activities. All right. So I'll never get what a long-stage trip it's been because it requires activities.
2: Now, to throw a little wrench in there, some of the stuff that you get for the holiday stuff, it seems like it's only going to be there for a short amount of time, but it's not true because most of the mounts and pets... That are available there. Yeah, the holiday goes away, so you can't get those things as a drop, but they're usually not soul-bound.
1: Right, you can find them on the auction house. So
2: that just kind of starts the whole influx of people selling those in the auction house.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's another good, you bring up a very good point, that the auction house is a fantastic place where you can take advantage of holiday events like uh, the milk and cookies uh, for Santa or Great Father Winter when he's in town. You get the cold milk and, you know. What about special events in zones? And we've covered this before on a previous episode, where we went with like all the different weird little special events that happen in the zones. Like there's uh, the guy in Dalaran who walks around and you know lights all the lights. There's that one event with like all the the fairies that do the fairy circle and sing.
2: Yeah, I haven't actually seen that one yet.
1: It, it's really cool. I finally did get a chance to. See. You can watch them on YouTube, but it's it's more uh, enchanting, if you will, to be there in person. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a neat thing.
2: Something that I really like saying that's on a, it's on a timed, it's not that rare, but it to be there the exact time it happens, of a comedian that comes out in Chitrath.
1: Oh, yeah. That's just
2: hilarious. Like, they need to rotate him out in the Darkmoon Fair with the uh, Elite Touring Chieftains. Oh, yeah. Because they are started out in Chitrath too. hmm And I get it. That's like the Blizzard employees. That's like, you know, their baby. He needs to come out at least, you know, once an hour or every other hour. We need to talk to uh, talk
1: to his agent. See what's he does. Going on I know
2: <laughs> it's failing him.
1: Well, do you remember when stood in the fire? The achievement everybody or people who were around got when uh, during cataclysm or prior to cataclysm, right at the beginning of it, maybe Deathwing is flying around, and if he was in your zone and he burned you, you got stood in the fire as oh, an yeah. achievement.
2: Yeah.
1: When that was happening, people were doing you know. Huge announcements of what zone he was in and putting ports up and, and trying to get people in there to get their achievements. And it was, just, it was a huge thing, which is now gone. And that's something you can no longer get. He quit doing that.
2: Well, we killed him.
1: The, yeah. Well, there's well yeah. good reason to stop, <laughs> stop doing, doing that. Because you're dead. <laughs>
2: you know, something that I think that, that I feel lucky to have experienced that I know new players won't have the opportunity to is being able to go through the old world quest. There are so many things that are iconic to WoW that are just gone. Like Mankirk's wife. Mankirk, I mean, you can go and find Mankirk now, and he will send you on a quest to go kill, like, what, 30 Quilbor? Right. Out of rage for his dead wife. But you don't get that moment the way you did in uh, the classic of going to find his wife, and you just find a corpse. And you have to go uh, yeah. back and tell him.
1: I remember this now. Yeah. 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 There are a lot of quests like that that when cataclysm came in they were just obliterated because they restructured the zone but outlining quests that maybe might have referenced things within that zone they just kind of took out those you couldn't fix them you just had to delete them but yet you had to give that quest giver something for somebody to go do so you lost that storyline
2: yeah and you know i miss the way love is in the air worked before cataclysm i get that it's more efficient now um for example the uh, perfume and cologne bottles better out now, you do have a quest to go spray people, but it's just ten people. Um, before you would have to flirt with one of the guards and depending on if you were flirting with a male or a female, you'd have to wear perfume or oh, cologne. Yeah. And they would give you a card and you had to like find like the rare card. I don't know. I liked them more.
1: Maybe I'll do it this year because <laughs> <laughs> that was one I didn't like that particular Event at all, Oh, really. yeah. well, they changed it. Well, maybe. Well, now bit. like
2: the goblin is trying to get you to give out samples of his stuff. So you have yeah. to either go give people samples of the chocolate or spray them with the cologne. Interesting. And then they have also the perfume and cologne that gives you buffs.
1: Can you just throw it at them and you actually have to initiate a trade?
2: You just have to target people. And oh. it can be players or NPC. I like
1: it. I'm down for this. This will be great.
2: <laughs> it starts after Valentine's Day, though, this year. Yeah, that's What's weird. What's up with that? It starts on the 15th.
1: it got me on that one. Pre-patch events. Everybody loves to talk about the Wrathgate event, you know, because nobody was there. I wonder how many people were really there for Wrathgate if they just watched it on YouTube. Mr. Pandaria really didn't have a, a good pre-patch event. If you go back, um, Cataclysm had one where people walk around with the, remember the signs? You had to wear the placards.
2: Oh, I love the Cataclysm one.
1: Right. And you had to, like, you had to infiltrate the little, the... the
2: yeah, the uh, the cultists. The cults. Yeah. yeah.
1: You had to infiltrate that. So there were just different, these little really cool, intricate pre-patch events. And
2: like all the elements were in disarray because of the upcoming cat- Cataclysm. Like there was just, they could sense the disturbances. Right. right, something was going on. Yeah.
1: And then we had the Wrathgate, and that was fantastic. If you haven't seen Wrathgate, go just YouTube it. It was just phenomenal. That's when they all came through the portal. It was just, just nonsense. And those are gone. Those will never happen again. And the issue there is, and this is one of those things, you have to be in the game at its max or very, very close to the max level to even survive or, or, or partake in the pre-patch event for the next expansion. And it gets people, it's it's a nice marketing ploy. that gets people excited and pumped. It's a drop of new content. And everybody gets into it. Oh, this is great. This is so cool. Or, you know, some people don't like it, whatever. But it's content that now goes away. As soon as that patch hits, that stuff's gone. Another little, I guess it qualifies for me as a missed opportunity, is when there are rare in-game events because of exploits, bugs, or just weird quirks that happen, where Blizzard usually hot fixes it or, you know,
2: <laughs> Yeah, I usually don't get there fast enough before they fix it.
1: I've been on a couple uh, that 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 I've experienced. There's one that was that got studied because of the the, the the plague, the the blood boil plague. Basically, a debuff that got applied in a raid that was not supposed to stay on you, but it did. And when you left the right. raid,
2: it infected the whole whole populace. It was it was a plague, and yeah. that has
1: actually been studied, you know, by universities and you know smart yeah. people. Another event that I mistakenly got involved in was the the one guy who was one shotting and killing everybody throughout servers all over the place because he found some little exploit, and he was and everybody was showing him to see what was going on because everybody was dying and people were like you got to see what's going on everybody's dying in, in these different cities, show up and he just he's like wiping out the entire population of the servers, and me like a fool, listen to somebody else. He's like, oh, you got to go check out what's going on over here, and I'm like, okay, and I, I'm like, I'm dead. He goes, yeah, isn't it cool? No, it's not cool. <laughs> uh, there's also a, a great story that you can Google and read about uh, where a, an individual got a accidentally got a weapon that was a GM weapon. It's some issue. The GM took over the character. And I guess he had to kill something for the guy. I'm not quite sure. The, I remember the exact step by step what happened in the story. But the GM accidentally left a GM weapon in this guy's inventory. That was one-shotting bosses. Now, if you had a weapon that was one-shotting bosses, what do you think you'd do with that, Frank? I'd go nuts.
2: Just kill everything.
1: Pretty much what this guy did. But wasn't just that he was killing anything. It's that he was killing in-game raid bosses. But the problem was he wasn't waiting for a particular time. They're just going up and one-shotting the raid boss. So now, when these statistics come out that okay, this group just cleared this thing in I don't know three minutes, kind of raises some red flags. A blizzard, you know, <laughs> and you know they had to negate every. You can read the story about it, but they, they had to negate all the guys. You know what what the raid group had done and you know, but it was a cool. Did they
2: get banned? I, you know, or I suspended I at least.
1: I they might have gotten a little wrist slap on there. I don't think anything negative, really bad, happened to them. But then again, it's been a while since I have read that story. And then there's also weird stuff that just happens and you like, you have to go take advantage of it. And yeah, sometimes it's an exploit or might be considered an exploit where you might find a zone where people can, you know, either walk through a wall to get in access to something they shouldn't have access to fall through a floor, fall through the world, stand on the corner and soak up XP, whatever the case might be. This, these things happen in the game. People find out about them and then blizzard fixes it. But it's one of those just things, I think Blizzard kind of turns a blind eye to it and goes, okay, cool, we didn't see that, and the law of unintended uh, unintended consequences, we're going to patch that, don't do it again, and then people go find the next thing to go do again.
2: Well, it depends on the severity of the advantage. I mean, people getting into uh, what the, uh, like, underneath Karazhan, mm. you know, no one's getting advantage for that, no one's getting gear.
1: Well, take Karazhan, it's a great point. Back in the day when you had to be attuned and have a key to get in the front door, there was a way to go over to the corner right around. If you went around the left-hand side of the building, you could basically try to scale the wall in a corner and you would end up popping through the wall into Karazan.
2: Oh, that's true. But you still would have to down the bosses yourself.
1: You would, but you, were, you weren't attuned to it, so you were getting an unfair advantage. No one had to have the key to get into it.
2: True, but the, the part about people getting underneath Karazan and finding the really creepy places and yeah. people hanging upside down That actually benefited them because it increased, you know, the mystique. And that probably contributed to the popularity of the raid and people wanting to see it upgraded. They're
1: like, true. I want
2: that as a real raid. Yeah. I want something that creepy. In that case, they're not really getting advantage. They're just seeing something that maybe wasn't designed for people to travel to because it wasn't finished. Now, something that I experienced was there was an issue with archaeology. Each continent has four active dig sites.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes. So
2: once you complete one, a new one will spawn. So let's say you're looking for uh, Tolvier. Now, Tolvier is the one they have, the, the crawling claw, that pet. Oh, yeah. And there's also a rare mount that you get from there. But if you're looking at your map of Kalimdor and you can tell the dig sites are not Tolvier, you'd have to go dig up something else, like let me go dig in Nine Elf and clear this one. and Hopefully the next one will spawn will be one of Tolvier. Well, there is a bug where if you went to Oldham and then you went right up to the edge on the border between that and Silithus, if you crossed over, you would see like everything would kind of chug around you as you crossed over that border. And when that happened, it would actually reset all the dig points.
1: Oh. So if
2: you're like, I'm going to farm for this pet, I need Tolvier dig site. If there weren't any active, you just go to that area, um, go through the border, let it reset.
1: Just walk back and forth a couple of times right. until you got what you wanted? Right, exactly. Ah, look at that. And then they patched that, right?
2: And then they patched that, yeah. but it took them a while because even though it did make it a lot easier, people still had to go there and, you know, dig all that stuff up, find the rare pet and the rare mount. If it had been something where it was just giving you free fragments or giving you a free mount or free pet, they would have patched that immediately. So you can tell by how quickly they react to stuff that there's like a hierarchy to, you know, bugs and exploits that they're allowed.
1: Yeah, how big of a deal is it? Right. How does it impact gameplay? Exactly. So on that same vein about about getting a mount or a toy or a pet, that's something else people can miss out on, miss out on an opportunity because there's some pets and toys and titles and everything else that are only given if you log on during a specific time. And that's all that's required is to log on in that specific time. And if you don't do it, that tune can miss out on that title or that toy or the pad or the mount or whatever it is that they're giving away.
2: Yeah, well, typically, yeah, your whole account misses out. Yeah, yeah.
1: And people complain. Have you seen it on the forums before? Like, I didn't realize I've had an account. I just didn't log in during the WoW seventh anniversary or the twenty fifth or whatever it might be. Forgot to do that. I was uh, I was deployed. But you did mention, Frack, that if you are a regular WoW player, that if you do miss out on some of these opportunities, they will present themselves again. Stuff that comes up with holidays usually will happen the very next year, right around the same time. Now, they may tweak it and change it a little bit, like they did this year with uh, Wintervale. They added an, a new boss, and they kind of negated the the old boss, which kind of made me sad.
2: What do you mean negated the old boss? The Grinch. Wasn't he was a, still there.
1: Yeah, he was there, but then negated it wasn't, wasn't a big deal to go do him.
2: It wasn't a big deal last year.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: At least there was something else to do this year. They actually haven't removed any content from the holidays, I don't think, since Cataclysm, when they just did like an overhaul of most of them.
1: I always think every year they should overhaul the holidays.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: when you do that, though, that creates that missed opportunity. If you right. overhaul the holidays every year and it change from what they were the previous year, then you can't get what you got the year before. Now it gives everybody a reason to do those holiday encounters that year and not skip them thinking I'm just going to wait until next year to do that because I'm kind of busy right now and can't be bothered to go do the Holiday Boss. So I don't know. That whole commercial with Amazon just got me thinking and got my gears rolling on that. And I'm just glad that it's not the opposite. I think Blizzard is a smart enough company that they don't miss opportunities, many, uh, to have fun with their client base and their customers and even poke fun at themselves. But I don't think they miss a lot of opportunities.
2: That's true. That's true.
1: Folks, we do want to give a big thank you to our first Patreon supporter.
2: Thank you. That's awesome.
1: You know, something we're just now starting to dabble with, and we've said it before, we you know, anything that comes in that way, we'll go directly back in here into the studio to help us offset costs here.
2: Absolutely, and it's just very humbling, and we just want to say thank you. We really appreciate it. And Hey, folks, if you enjoy the show, head on over to iTunes and give us a rating there. We really appreciate those. That lets
1: us know how we're doing and lets other people know if this is a show that they'd enjoy.
2: I want to thank all of you who follow us on Twitter and our friends on Facebook. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our
1: email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastRec and at Hearthcast root, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page.
2: You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at HearthCast.com slash Amazon.
1: You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting LootCrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout.
2: Our Patreon page can be found at Patreon.com slash E-I-P-S.
1: And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically.
2: Please visit HearthCast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more.
1: Until next time, this has been Root.
2: And Freckleface.
1: This podcast is part of the D20 Grid Network.